Hello, welcome to the LN Classical podcast. It's just me today as I've taken the decision to limit the amount of Rovers fans allowed into the studio. No logic behind it. I just thought I'd do it. Just thought, right. why not? Okay. Just thought, whoa, whoa, why, whoa, why whoa. not? Petty. I know it's petty, <laughs> but I just thought, why not? Eh? Stop it now. Stop it. You know, you, you, this is, this, you're, you're starting us off on the wrong foot for episode six. There is, there is no need for this pettiness about something that I'm sure has been decided in good faith for the safety of the population of East Lancashire. We'll get to it. Episode six, we're back. Just like Burnley are back in the big time. Hit that thing, tune! Oh, dear. <laughs> Elland Classico podcast with pickles and gravy. Half of you will hate half of it. How long have you been thinking about that for an intro then? That's uh, good, was, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I see hey, what you did there. I see I've been, what you I've did. Been, I've been chomping at the bit for that. <laughs> hey, I did listen back actually the other day to, to the last episode, and we are actually, although it feels like we've been away for a while, we did not commit to more than one episode before the next derby. So, you know, yeah. don't overpromise. And you know you'll, you'll be fine. We start deliver. every every episode with it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> I think the idea of podcasts is that they're a regular thing and that you grow a rapport with the two, mm. you know, the people on it. Uh, we're not maybe not quite got there, but you know. Nah. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, just personal life. Feel free to just you know tell us what you've been um, doing. Just been about yeah. living life, watching mm-hmm. the clarets. Yeah. Um, it's been all right, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been we've been doing some good stuff on on the pitch. Yeah, um, I mean, you're going to the football already. I mean, you know, it's, it's... well, I'm mean, I'm just here to I'm just I don't want to get too personal, to be honest. Look, listen, I'm I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here to it's business where I'm as far as I'm concerned. Oh, don't, don't ask me what I've been up to. What then. have you been up to? I got married. Pickles. Congratulations! I got married. Yeah, I got married. Brilliant! Um, Congratulations! Off that. the market, ladies, gentlemen. Well, you know, yeah, sure. Was it a nice do? Uh, yes, it was. I should have come straight in with because I did know you'd you'd you'd, you'd you, you you'd, were invited. You just decided not to turn up. Um, do you know? What I did realise actually because um, some of my friends said, "Is you know, is the pickles coming?" So they were the infamous pickles. Yeah. I said he's been invited, uh, um, um, and we did realise actually on the evening that. There wasn't a single Burnley fan in attendance at the whole at the ceremony of the evening, dude. So you would have been the lone Burnley supporter. I just quite liked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did think it was kind of pathetic. I didn't mean it that way, but that is just um no, I, I, yeah. token. Yeah, you would have been the token Burnley fan, yeah. Quite like that. Yeah. Behind enemy lines. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would have taken full advantage of that as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I look like a good do. I've seen some some snaps. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to the know, football. I'm chuffier. So you you started off. You've already you've mentioned it already. There's probably only one thing we're going to start with. Obviously, we're on the cusp of Derby two of the season. Hence, why we're back. And the big talking point has been the ticketing allocation. Yeah. Only two thousand given to Burnley for the away fixture. It's an evening match. It's got moved a gazillion times yeah. because of uh, cup runs for both of us. Um, thoughts? It's a, it's a pathetic, cowardly action. Mm-hmm. Having said those words, and I, I, I'm not that bothered. You know, it's in the grand scheme of things. You know, it, it doesn't really matter, does it? But I don't really see much reason 
why we couldn't have had 4,000 or the full allocation. Yeah. Um, especially with Ewood Park being barren this season. <laughs> <laughs> like, I genuinely think... I mean, this we'd, season? We'd, <laughs> we'd have sold out the away end plus a bit more, to be honest. I really think that. Mm. So I'd love to know some sort of logic behind it. Uh, security is it I, I'm not so sure it is that I think the police would have been well prepared for seven, 8,000 clarets um, I th- and I think there's po- there's opening up the potential for, for more uh, trouble conflict, or trouble. conflict yeah Possibly, see what you I mean. don't know due to people being enraged about not being able to go legitimately they may try and go illegitimately yeah and try and get tickets from other means yeah this morning there was the news yes about a Rovers fan who's been banned for three years because he's bought he's bought a ticket and sold it to a Burnley fan. Yeah, is that right? In the uh, Rovers, apparently end? so. Yeah, I was actually very surprised when I saw this. So if you've listened to any of the other episodes, you'll know that I've worked in the marketing team at Rovers and still just do some work on match days, that sort of thing. My initial reaction was, "Wow, that's a financial hit because it would be a good payday." I think I actually worked it out. Of just very rough maths, I think you're looking at about 120,000 oh, yeah. potentially missed in, t- in terms of revenue. Yeah. Obviously, you would have added uh, stewarding on top of that um, and potentially an added police bill as well if they've sort of negotiated. Similar to my of... fee for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it? it is actually. They're yeah. all thereabouts. Yeah, uh... That's why we only do once every. <laughs> <laughs> that and the lack of willing sponsors. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was surprised at that, especially knowing, you know, the, the hierarchy and stuff like that. It is, you know, the the issue of balancing the books is very much paramount particularly at well, most championship clubs let's be honest who don't have parachute payments like burnley can uh, splash around but um sorry that was a cheap shot it's it's understandable uh, so uh, that's what i was particularly surprised at the fact that they didn't think okay we've got to sort of put head over heart here and just bring some money in because you know, there's a lot of money. You know, there's there's a lot of there's still a deficit for Rovers every single season that has to be plugged by the owners. So that would have been a little bit less off that. So I'm surprised. Did I initially find it funny? Absolutely. Um, if it was the other way around, yeah. it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I, I, Definitely. I, I think it does need to be put into into perspective in terms of you know tit for tat. We are still allowing about the same amount of supporters that Burnley give to us because there's 250 in hospitality as well. So it is 2,250, which am I not right in thinking that's exactly how many we take to Turf Moor? There or thereabouts yeah. because of the capacity of the away end of yeah. the turf. It's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. And but... I'm not talking about my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made you made that joke. You say you gotta laugh, aren't you? but this this is this is how comfortable we become in the podcast. You see, we could take mm. the nick out of our own. Yeah. Anyway, um, I yeah, I, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. It's all about percentages and, and that sort of thing. It's I, fl- it's, I, it's flattering. I find it quite flattering because you you're petrified <laughs> of getting beat at Ewood. You're petrified of Burnley fans inevitably out singing you. <laughs> And and it's just it's just a bit cowardly and a bit small time. I really think it is, and I hate this word. It's a bit hashtag tin pot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think we'd be the only club who would ever make that decision. I think there's probably been accounts of this happening other places where there's obviously capacity to have more away fans, and they've just said no, you're not having them. Um, it, it's a it's a. So what's the reason? They were down what, you, the, what is the reason? I think. I think they thought it would be a popular decision with supporters 
to get them back on side. Has there been not that, has not that there been supporters groups who've been speaking directly to the club and and pushed them for it? Has that been a thing? No, they or wouldn't not? have listened to them on that. Right. I I, I really I, re- I really don't. Not that I'm saying the club don't listen to supporters groups, yeah. but I don't think that's an issue where they would given credence really to supporters group over. And I think rightfully so because you couldn't have. You have to draw a line sometimes. Supporters do feel like they and they should be listened to. But and people kind of listen to this going, oh, thank God he's not marketing manager anymore. But there is a business sense to everything, and, and there's, there's, you know, you have to make decisions that are sometimes not going to be popular with supporters. This I don't think was an issue that was ever going to be discussed, particularly with supporters groups. If we turn the tables, yeah. and Rovers could win the league, mm. or or have just won the league, yeah. and they were coming to turf more, yeah, I'd want genuinely, I'd want a full Rovers end. And do you think? Yeah, genuinely, I would. Genuinely, and I think, and I think, the derby's all about that. And I just think it's a real shame. I've never been so conflicted with something because I. The closer we're getting to the game now, and I think about looking at Ewood on a Tuesday night, looking around, and there only being two thousand Burnley fans there, it feels like, particularly because we are, we literally make a podcast about this. And we are, and in the opening episode, we said that this is a derby unlike any others. People around the country don't realise how big this is, how fierce it is, how much history there is, how brilliant it is. And how much a part of it as sporting our club is. Yes, It's a exactly. huge component yeah. of being a club, whether we like it or not. Yeah. And so many clubs, so many supporters of other teams don't have a derby. Yeah. I mean, you could be a fan of, I don't know, oh, Carlisle. Like Reading or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you say Carlisle, well, it's, the, it's the Cumbrian derby tomorrow. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, I take Carlisle back. Reading's a much better example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bad example by me. But No, you're right. It's, that's not even So really many teams yeah. don't have a big derby game. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And to, to limit the fans in this way... And you're going to mm. get people in Reading turning on uh, on Sky Sports, turning on going, oh, this is the derby they mock us, exactly. saying we're nothing like... Yeah. And it's going to be, what, 2,000 Burnley fans yeah. in the lower bit of the Darwin yeah. end and nothing else. Burnley fans are going to remember like... this for years. Mm. Um, it really is going to be that game where yeah. Rovers, fans, Rovers were so scared of losing. Yeah. They, were so, they, they had such a, a complex about it that they only gave us 2,000 tickets. Yeah. We've already got the songs ready, all of that stuff. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's true, though, and it, it would be the same if it was the other way around. Yeah, Absolutely. But, but, but when you sort of say, oh, I imagine if I take this and I imagine Rovers winning at Turf Moor and, and yeah. winning the league and stuff like that, that does sort of, I go, oh, God, that could be a security nightmare. Why? You've got all these people jumping around because they've won the league as well. And they, I don't know, that does seem to add a little bit more where I go. I can yeah. understand why you'd be a little bit twitchy bum yeah. about just the, just the security and safety of yeah. it, really. Not saying that, if, and it's not even like people are going to act like idiots. It's just a lot of, it could just be a lot of people yeah. in very high spirits, and that's just tends to be where but when accidents de- happen. But when the decision or, was made, yeah. am I right in saying it wasn't clear that we'd A, won the league no. at that point, or we could have no, won the yeah, league? No. You know, it, 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 no, that's what I mean. But I think they would have maybe thought it could be. I don't, I, I, that would have made a thing. Really, only you know Steve Waggett and the hierarchy really know why they did it. Um, I kind of get why they did, and then I kind of don't understand why you would pass that money up as well. 
I don't know. A lot of people say, but I don't think the police were in. I don't think, yeah, I think everyone I, goes, I, oh, the police didn't let them do it. I don't think yeah, that's don't really think it, true. I don't because, think it is the police. Because we pay for the, the, the policing anyway. So it, I think the police would have been well there. prepared for 8,000 or whatever. The, I, I the think 8,000. The, the, yeah, the double I, tier, that's what we'd have. I would have said that would be daft. I think it should be somewhere in the middle. I think it should be a four or five. 8,000, I would have said, that is absolutely mental. Do not do that. Because it's transportation as well at that time of night. It's like you, mm-hmm. the... the parking all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. would have been just crazy with that so two two thousand seems a bit too less but i would have gone somewhere in the middle definitely i would have given you basically the lower bit of the darwin end which is about i think that's about five and that would have been fair and manageable i think and chop the sides off just so you've yep. got the separation yeah mm, yeah but it's going to be interesting i hope it's this is what i mean i'm saying this you know, atmospheres are a two-way thing aren't they you know, you can't. You, sometimes, you know, a, a, a good away atmosphere and a good home atmosphere. They, you know, they really they make it. And you've only Not got at Ewan one Park. Side. It's all it's all the away end. From what, what from what I know, from what I've seen this season, from the, what I've heard. Recent years has the yeah the atmosphere hasn't been. Where is amazing. everyone at Ewood Park? Where is everyone? Well, I, I, I can't even also, really argue just, just, about. Just, yeah, I just want to cards on the table. Attendance chat is a bit boring. Yeah, I get, I get that. It is, and it's not. It, it's okay. a very Twitter thing as well. Exactly. When people post away following, sometimes yeah. I go, "Oh come on!" And I'm I don't want to strain to super fan territory. Yeah, because you know, there's a cost of living and all that stuff, and also like you and I, we don't go to every single game. No, you know, and and that's not what being a football fan's about necessarily. No, no, exactly. You know? It doesn't mean you're a better fan or you've not probably at all. Got so either I... a more expendable income, right. more more all of flexible lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's not, but. But has to be said, I'm finding Rovers' attendances this season, considering it's your best season in years, mm. to be quite low. It's been a struggle. I'm very happy I'm not no longer in the marketing team because mm. it was tough then when we weren't. We were doing just bang average, really. I mean, trying to convince people that that was actually this. We're doing all right in the championship for whatever you know with Tony Mowbray and that sort of thing. Now you know when the expectations even higher. Um, we're not the expectations high, but the achievement actually was still in the playoff yeah. punt this time yeah. round. Th- me and my old boss at Rovers, we used to say that honest, I honestly, and I still stand by this, I honestly think marketing Blackburn Rovers is one of the hardest jobs in football. And I don't mean that because in the no way one has it- the internet in Blackburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although there's actually an element of it that, okay, I'll get to that bit. I'll, I'll explain the first bit first. When you think about Rovers, is and this isn't a gloaty thing, but I am 34 almost, and in my lifetime, I've seen us win the league. Was one of my first. Well, one of my first things is we finished second, so I was like, right, this is great. Then we won the league, so I'm there going, well, this is great. Sport following football, isn't it? Then went off the boil a bit, but we we still, you know, we had a nice season in the champion. Well, division one then championship went back up and that sort of thing. Um, obviously, dominant against Burnley during those games as well. Um, but but then obviously we went back up and won the League Cup, which I'm wearing the shirt of right now. Um, and so you've got to think that sort of success. Then after that, we were basically doing what you did in the in the Premier League, is that consolidate top half finishes, UEFA Cup finishes. We had quite a few campaigns in in Europe, and then that's it. And then for the last decade. You've got absolutely nowhere near there. In fact, you've gone back down to League One. It's where we had the best attendances because it was novelty. But what Rovers fans just have absolutely no interest in is, is that, like... And every club is the same, really. When, once you're finishing mid-table, it's very hard to have a big marketing message that says, yes, come back and watch us, when people are like, 
Yeah, well, I remember when we were playing Man United week in, week out, beating them quite a lot. We were their bogey team and trying to then convince people that this is something to spend their even more stretched money with nowadays is hard. But it's added with Rovers. All teams have that. No one wants to be mid-table obscurity. But when Rovers have had such big success, it's so hard to get into people's heads that, no, where we are now is perfectly acceptable. And it's actually quite good. You know, this the season we've had has actually been very, very good. Because I remember sitting there beginning of the season going, oh, Jesus, the squad we've got, the money we've got, we're the sixth lowest wage. When you think about that, that's an unbelievable achievement to be sixth at this current time of recording. So it's all out of whack, really, basically. That and stadium a bit too big, feels a bit cavernous at times, mm-hmm. so it's hard to create the atmosphere. We used to have a good atmosphere in the Premier League. We used to call it Fortress Ewood, all this sort of thing, because we, we did used to get decent attendances, but they've, they've sort of dropped off and they've never really quite recovered um, from there. But during that period, there was a plethora of complimentary tickets there was and this is and, and discounted prices and, yeah. and that I think that now in recent years has, has become Abs- a bit of a problem for Blackburn yeah absolutely and again we used to say this so even after winning the league and the likes um, we had season tickets that were about 250 quid 200 you know it never went over 300 quid for years and years and we were given all you know every, all the praise in the world went to Rovers going they keep prices down they do this they do that yeah Largely achievable due to a bit of Walker Trust money, just slightly subsidising the club to that extent. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Slight, yeah. Slightly. No, no, no. I'm not talking yeah. about Jack Walker spending millions. I'm talking about the subsequent years after that where there wasn't really much money going in, yeah. but we, we managed to wash our own spaces, really. Um, and the, then trying to put your tickets up is always seen as a bad thing in football, and no one wants to pay more. But they put off they put it off for so long... And then when it finally did come, that okay, we haven't got that balancing act. We haven't got that equaliser anymore. We're going to have to put tickets up. All hell broke loose. And it was like, well, they're just fleecing us and that sort when of thing. When was that? So ever since then. Oh. Fairly recent, though, wasn't it? Or was it not? Last decade. Right, no, okay. they, they've crept up. They've crept them up, crept them up, crept them up. And now, I, I, what I will say is, I think they've teetered over. So if you look at a league table of season tickets, Rovers are now getting towards the more expensive in the championship. Mm-hmm. So I do think now people have a little bit of justification for being a little bit yeah i think this is a bit expensive but the years in between yeah burnley burnley had frozen season tickets for a decade the best part of a decade maybe more and i think it's the last couple of seasons they've gone up yeah um so it, it, it's tricky it, yeah I, I get it i get it but um it's a contentious issue the, the bolton are a good example of this so rovers have tried to get over ten thousand season ticket holders for ages now to the point where they've run so many campaigns like win a car so every they did this, they did this. Horse and carriage. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a brilliant marketing ploy. No. Don't bring horses up. Uh, see, I'm doing it the same as you. Um, yeah, to the point where they said, yeah, anybody, if we get to ten thousand season tickets, they'll give away a car worth over ten thousand um, pounds. Which I don't know what it says about the car, but uh, the yeah, so. It just seems a bit. But just, yeah, all of these. Little, I always thought it that just was... seems a little bit. Come on, just support the team. You, you don't. How many carrots should you need? Well, you know? this, this is kind. This is kind of it. It's what is the what is the what is the magic answer to I've this? I've seen videos on Twitter of Rovers fans, uh, Rovers players, almost begging fans to turn up. There was one the other week of we really need your support. Come down to Ewood. Good enough, fair enough. Yeah. But it's a bit. Mm, you're third in the. You were third in the league. Yeah. 
I, yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I know it's difficult, yeah. but it's, because this is what I mean. I think. I where think, is everyone? We, yeah, but I, I, when we have big games and I look around and we do, you know, I think we had. Um, oh, who did we play the other day? Was it Norwich? And we got near nineteen thousand. And I was looking around and you see faces. You're going, oh, you're here today, that sort of thing. You know, <laughs> I know you from school, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. And I do sit there going, ah, yeah. But when I used to see them here last time or regularly, it was Premier League. And, and this is the thing. And so, so then this is all, it will never be that, you know, it will never be that sort of success, which I, I'm sure we'd all love all fans to be completely unconditional, support people through thick and thin. It's not that. But it's not, they're never, they're, it's not yeah. realistic and they don't. And that, 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 that's and it. Of people course, are more and of course, and, the same thing applies to Burnley. Yeah. We're in that novelty period at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. We've come down and it's like, yeah. right, we've got a new manager, all these new players. Yeah. We're rubbing our hands a little bit, having a little peep at the start of the season. Oh, it's interesting this. What's going to happen? So obviously there was an in, an, in, an inquisitive. Uh, it was intriguing. Yeah, it was. So there was first that. time without dice for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If and interestingly, if we'd have stayed in the Premier League much longer, the attendances would have sort of petered out. Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit. They'd have stayed on a level. Um, and that would happen if we were like Preston or yourselves, who'd been in the championship for yeah, exactly. how long? A decade yeah. more. Um, so, I, you know, I hold my hands up. Of course, Burnley are in this special situation at the moment where there's a, there's a huge buzz around Turf Moor. Mm. And I understand everything you're saying, and I, I agree and accept everything you're saying. Just I'm just interested and sort of puzzled by the fact a team who are having a good season, and I've said this before, mm. I think... Uh, Thomason's doing a fantastic job to get that team as high as they have yeah. been consistently. I think you're having a great season. I think Rovers are having a fantastic season with such a limited squad. Yeah. And yet, there doesn't... Again, I don't know. You yeah, know, no, you no, know no, much no. more than me. There doesn't seem to be a buzz. No, n- not in the way that we had the League One buzz. Like, that yeah. was that was just... That, that really felt like a new dawn, almost, weirdly. Right. And then it just... And, and we did well to stay up and that sort of thing. But again, sometimes I don't really want to watch us yeah. just stay up. I mean, obviously, sort of form at the moment yeah, isn't but this great. No, and you've slipped down a bit. I completely agree. But it's, ne- it never, it's never seemed to me that there's any I, real belief or there's any real... Um, buzz is the word. Yeah. I, I've seen a few times where we aren't a big game team and... Unfortunately, particularly from a marketing perspective, every time um, Rover seemed to do like a cheap ticket, like and try and get people there, bring your mate, tenor, this sort of thing, we pull out some of the worst oh. performances you've ever seen. Sounds law, that it's, it's the big game thing, and we just don't seem to when when um, we play, you know, important games. Or when it's those games where there's quite a lot of fans on, we just don't seem to bring it. And it's happened a lot. I'm not just saying this is an isolated incident. When I was in the marketing team, you were like, yes, come on. Right, okay, this is this. Or it'd be the game where you're selling half-season tickets or it'd be the game where you're doing the five-game offer at the end of the yeah. season. You go, right, big win here because you do like a match ticket before it. You go like a £10 match ticket. Mm-hmm. They'll get the buzz and then they'll buy the five-game pass. And the te- that £10 game, you'd get battered. You'd get rolled over like 3-0 at home and you'd be like... Well, they're not coming back, are they? <laughs> like, and it's, and it's true, and it, it's just so heartbreaking. But Bolton are a good example of this. About oh yeah, momentum you, yeah, you started saying, and how. Yeah. So Bolton are uh, they? They're going to get over fifteen thousand season ticket holders again this season, uh, next season, because they're reduced... in the running for promotion, aren't they? they? Yeah, they're only just in the playoffs. They're, right, they're, okay. they're, they're battling out for the final playoff okay. place in League One. So yep. they've not run away with it or anything mm-hmm. like that. They did win that Mickey Mouse Cup the Papa John's thing hmm. um, but that, that was obviously before this season they've got a load of but they've reduced season tickets to like 250 quid now it's a risk because obviously for every time you reduce them 250 quid and you're not charging 
300 odd you've got to try and get x amount more supporters buying that ticket now they they're in a situation where they've got a bit of a buzz because they've got new owners uh, this woman who's quite receptive to supporters and that sort of thing after the, all the horrendous stuff they went through to get relegated to like league two so they've got this momentum and then they've piled on top of that cheap tickets so they've got to yeah. this like 15,000 season, season ticket holders. Now, if someone said to me, do I reckon Rovers will get to 15,000 if they reduce tickets alone? I'd probably say no. Whether Claret and blue or blue and white, we can all agree that Preston is shack. So I was saying about attendances, I think I have absolute proof that Rovers have just a ever so slightly bigger fan base than Burnley. Right, well, okay. Cobblers, but it's a bigger place anyway. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, the Blackburn with Darwin larger, greater area is, is, is slightly larger than, than Burnley's area. What I would say is that you have a lot of support out into the wilderness over the other side. But um, So, the season in question that I think proves this point is the 2013-14 championship season. Now, did anything significant happen in that season? We got, we, we got promoted. You got promoted, yeah, to the Premier League. Yeah. And your average attendance that season, and this is according to Transfermarkt, uh, which is um, actually a relatively, um, it's a very trustworthy source. Uh, I've always wondered how you say it in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people say transfer market. Yeah, I, I And just, then marked. Well, I say marked. Yeah. It is marked, yeah. isn't it? Marked. Transfer marked. Yeah. Marked. yeah. It's, it's originally a German site, I think. So that's oh, is it? I thought it was just... Transfer marked. Oh, I didn't... No, it's not. Is it? Marked is I, uh, mark in no, German. I, I, I know, but oh, I right. thought they just... I thought they just... Um, Oh, no. Took out, took out the e. All right, to oh, be, no. to be hip. Oh, maybe they did. I don't. That's know. That's what I, I always thought. They just. Oh, it's dot co dot uk as well. That's maybe what I mean. Yeah. I just thought they'd taken out the e to be hip. As Weissersnicked. Um. Anyway, right. So uh, that was I don't know in German for people who don't know. Uh, so uh, Burnley's attendance, average attendance was thirteen thousand seven hundred nineteen. The same season. Blackburn Rovers' average attendance was 14,962. Yeah. I think that is about 1,000-odd more. I think that is probably, percentage-wise, probably the same amount of extra fans that we have, I think, over Burnley in terms of, you know, so when people say bigger club, that sort of thing, I think that plays a hand in. The reason why I point out that season is because 2013-14, ignore the fact that you ended up getting promoted and that sort of thing, but you, you think of sort of the start and the midway point of that season is basically we'd been relegated for a good couple of seasons by then. You'd also were in between the two spells in the Premier League at that point, so you didn't really have much to play for at the beginning of that season or that many expectations. It was Dyche's first full season. Yeah, exactly. I think we probably had Gary Bowyer, I think, at that point, so we were relatively just, yeah, we might do something, might not. So there was no momentum for either side there. I looked as well, and it's not like Ewood was bigger and you could have fit a load of supporters from one team in there. I think the Leeds was in there, but Leeds were doing nothing, absolutely nothing. Is this how you spend your honeymoon, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you tweeting about Burnley while you were on honeymoon as well. I'm not letting that go. Uh, yeah, you did pull me up on that. I knew as soon as as soon as I tweeted. I was like, I was like I'm scrolling and I th- I'm thinking to myself, I swear Mike's on honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, what's he doing? Tweeting about Burnley on honeymoon. <laughs> I have no defence. No defence of that at all. <laughs> so you say Tuesday's a bit of a free hit for Rovers. Yes. Uh, how old do we think it's going to go? <sighs> 
I remember, I was trying to think back to what I said before the last game before it went all terribly badly. <laughs> I think I did have some level of optimism. I have absolutely no level of optimism for this because we have been very consistent this season in terms of big game. Like I've said, we will not turn up. Which we've just not got it in us. And I don't think there's that much disgrace there because our average age must be about 19. Um, so I, I just can't see us managing to... To get it, I think we'll try and play some good football again. I don't think we'll we'll try and hoof. We're not going to change the way we are. Oh, good, which, which is commendable. Yeah, but this is what I mean. <laughs> but then, but then I easily because there's still some times in games where you just go, "Good God, they're high pressing. This is not going to end well." Um, so I am going to say, I think we'll struggle to score as well because we haven't really got that many goals in us. Um, Save I'm, your prediction for later. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, sorry. We'll yeah, do yeah, predictions. Yeah, 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 good idea. Good um, idea. The, the the previous fixture, hmm. Burnley went into that game on the back of a five two defeat to Sheffield. Of course, to Sheffield yeah. United. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this time we go into the fixture in in, in somewhat of a relative blip. Yeah. What has been going on with Burnley though? Do you think this is a late season down tools? We've done it, or is he just? I, I have noticed the lineups changed a little bit. He is giving other people chances, like one, Scott it's... Twine, who everybody else wanted in the championship yeah. before, and you just went and go, "Yeah, we'll have him," and he's barely played. It's been a funny one the last few weeks, to be honest. Yeah, company has been adamant um, that we, you know, aren't playing weakened sides, and we're going for the. We were going for the record. Yeah, um, and we could have got the record if we'd have won all our remaining fixtures. Yeah. And that's all well and good. And I believe him. I mm. do believe him. He's, he's a winner. He yeah. really is, obviously. We know who company is. But we've, we we haven't been our fluid selves. We've not won every game as we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've made... It, you know what it is? It reminds me of Burnley in the early periods of the season where we look a bit weak, a bit of a weak underbelly. Yeah. Um, there's been quite a few changes. A, a few head scratches... Murich is out the side. I don't know if you've seen the news about Arrow Murich. Um, whether it's linked or not, I don't know. It's quite funny. I've got a little smile on my face. He um, was in Munich. Yeah. And he ran up a, an astronomical bar bill. Oh, for goodness sake. This was in the Daily Mail. Was it? Yes. Oh, it must be true. I know, right? Pinch of salt stuff here. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently. And uh, not quite sure if it's celebrating promotion or not. There was right. they speculated. I haven't heard about this yeah, at all. It's yeah, it's quite... Uh, yeah, so Murich hasn't been in the side. I don't know whether it's because of that or not. Okay. I don't think it is, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's because Peacock Fowl is in there and a few different players are in there, as you yeah. said, to, to try out. And, and what it has shown us a little bit is that, obviously, we've walked away with the league. That's, mm. I think that's what's going to happen when all, when all said and done. Oh, yeah. But it has shown that... Even with our big squad, there are a few vacancies, shall we say. Yeah. In terms of there's no real backup for Zerere. And you can see that in recent weeks. Yeah. He's not been as as good or as his finishing and his assists haven't been on par with how they were for a, for a spell. Right. And that's probably because of a few things. Fatigue, first full season as a professional, I think, really. He's and he did the World Cup. Exactly. All of mm. those things. Um, and there's no one behind him. There's no one in that left wing position to really fill. Yeah. Um, so how are we doing? How are we getting on? Fine. 
Yeah. I can't, we can't, no one's going to grumble. Yeah, if someone said, yeah, <laughs> no can you imagine if grumble. someone said, oh, you'll splutter towards the end of the season, five games from the end, you'll draw two games. Uh, uh, yeah, exa- oh, no. Exactly, there's no crisis. Oh, good God. There's no crisis. <laughs> um, we've just drawn a couple of games, yeah, yeah. you know. We've still played well in those games. Yeah. We've still controlled the vast majority of, of the games. It's just, you know, we can't win every game, come on. No, know? no, it's impossible. So we're going into the Rovers game, admittedly with the QPR game in between, where... Again, I'm nervous again, and I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be nervous. I shouldn't be. Anything can happen in a derby. Well, form books out the table. Well, (laughs) it's the old cliche, isn't it? Isn't it out the window? Form books out the window. Yeah. Well, uh, well, anyway, we're going into the game, and I'm a bit. Everything says we should absolutely batter you. Yeah. We should. But I'm just thinking. I'm I'm surprised that you're the one having the doubts, I know. and I'm the one certain I know. of <laughs> a potential. Battery. What is wrong with me? <laughs> it would. Do you do you think that's sort of maybe historic in your mind, where you think you know? Remember it's PTSD, all the times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember all the times that you thought you were going to get that first win for those thirty-five long? I don't years? think it'll ever leave me. Um, and then it was just that. And do you think it would be a parting gift? That you've had this really great season, deep-rooted scars. Oh yeah. Um, but at the end of it, it would end with oh, us yeah. regaining bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to being a Burnley fan. Yeah. It wouldn't really be a brilliant Burnley season yeah. if if it wasn't remembered by Rovers fans as that time. Yeah, they won the league. They were amazing, but we still beat them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I don't want to happen. Yeah. You know, and there's a, there's a sinking feeling. That would like, be ah. a consolation this season, I think, for us. I think I, I hate to say it, but I think it would. And it's petty, but that's the level we're at yeah. at the moment. <laughs> Um, but realistically, yeah. Burnley should go into that game, and it should be fairly comfortable. I think yeah. we can agree on that. In, intriguing as to the side company picks, because mm. as I said, there's been a few changes recently. But you'd hope that he'd go full strength, even though he said he's not. It hasn't been. It's not like he's got any games to rest for, is it? I mean, no. it's not like you're no. fighting on two fronts yeah. or anything like that. I think he's given game time to players to sort of to prove, to show whether they're good enough for championship level or for next season. Do you know what it is? The last just got twined, for example. Yeah. He's had a few more games recently. This is sad because you, I hate it when people say this, but and I don't play this game anymore, but you'd do it on Football Manager, wouldn't you? You'd do exactly what he's doing now on Football Manager. <laughs> if you'd won the league, you would be there playing, going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the other players a chance. You would you would do oh, it yourself, wouldn't you? Aaron Murwich could play midfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sort of passes he's put around this season, you could stick him in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Centre midfield. No, position. don't do that. Do you remember the last? <laughs> uh, do you remember? Do you remember the last manager to put uh, a keeper outfield? We'll get to that. But I thought you were going to say, "Oh, why have I brought on keepers <laughs> outfield? <laughs> How long have we been And I've not mentioned the Coventry keeper. I thought that. Oh, I can't. I thought I was going to come straight in with that, and I've forgotten all about it. I can't believe. Uh, I I dug that grave myself, really, didn't I? <laughs> so, I was I was going to reference Stuart Pearce, David James. Oh yeah, Johnny Mackin was on the bench, yes. five million pound striker, but he put David James up from. But I've <laughs> oh god! I got in, checked the the soccer scores, yeah, and there was Blackburn Rovers one, Coventry City one. Brilliant, I thought they've not, you know. Because I always check Rovers scores second to Burnley scores. Sad, obsessed, it's just, it's just obsessed. You're just, obsessed. You know? You're obsessed. As everyone says. And uh, so I was thinking, right, okay, 
Okay. Mm. Looked at the 90 plus 5 goal scorer for Coventry City. Love that. Better and better. Another layer to it. It's the keeper. Yeah. It's only the keeper. Another layer. Yet another one. <laughs> he unballed it. <laughs> it, just, it was a blissful two minutes of discovering... Oh, what an adventure! I would have been tweeting the hell out of that if it had been on the other, if it had been a Burnley. Oh, it was th- conceding thrilling. in the last minute. Yeah. I was having a right little chuckle. I have to admit, I had left the game by that point because I park on the proper car park, and it would be an hour because they shut the gates, that sort of thing, to get off. And also, by that point, I was a bit mad at him changing formation. So my me- my reasoning was, well, to be fair, if we throw this away and we end up drawing. Um, a, I don't want to watch the goal go in, and B, we probably deserve it because I've I, again, he like the, sh- I think he was justified in that Sheffield United game, which obviously watched as the whole country did because uh, it was, um, you know, on the oh TV. great game, yeah. I feel like he had the justification to change things then to a three at the back and that sort of thing. It kind of made sense at the time, but he's doing the same thing last night when was we that were the controlling Tal game. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, he's good, isn't it? No, we'll talk about him in a sec. Um, but I don't know why he changed it. I know people say, well, we didn't have the personnel to put someone at left-back and stuff. He could have just put Scott Ward at left-back. It would have been fine. Um, yeah, I felt like we brought it on ourselves. So I, although it was annoying that the keeper scored, was it handball? I don't know. I don't feel injustice at it because we invited half an hour of pressure on at home at 1-0. Who does that? Ridiculous. So... Yeah, two points dropped. Massive two points dropped. In fact, someone showed the league after that game if we'd won it, and honestly, you would have found it hard to look through actually as only having to win one of our last four games really to actually do it because they forget because our last two games are against Luton and then Millwall, who are mm-hmm. both in the playoffs. Millwall, they probably both made the playoffs now. I think Luton almost pretty much have, so they would have switched off. Um, Millwall last game of the season, they'd probably got there and. You know, they might have switched off by then, but so very annoying, very annoying, massive two points dropped. And I think, although I know we'll probably get to predictions for the season, the end of the season, that is what's going to have cost us come the end of the season. That one moment. I think I've said it from episode one. You said 12th. Yeah. But we're not going to finish 12th. No, you won't finish 12th. <laughs> but by 12th, I meant. Yeah. You're not going to be in the. We're going to drop off. I had a renewed confidence, I think, when we absolutely outplayed Sheffield United at home, right. which was the game before the FA Cup one. We battered them. Um, could have been about 4-0. I think it was 2-0 in the end or whatever. 2-0, 3-0, 2-0. Um, and oh, blooming heck. Even if we go out in the Cup, which might be a good thing, we could be flying away now. We could be really getting into the playoffs. And we just keep doing this. The big game, we need to win. Splutter. The big game, no, don't turn up. Hull at home, should win, nil-nil, bumper crowd. You know you need? Yeah. Ashley Barnes. Ashley. <laughs> Out of contract, end of the season. There's uh, Tongue-in-cheek, yeah. but a player, yes. those sorts of players, you don't have enough We're of them. dying for players like that. You don't have we, enough we of them. We are absolutely dying for players like that. He'd be brilliant for you. Yeah. He really would. We lack a bit of... Um, I don't want to say heart, because no one's lazy or not yeah. determined or anything like that, but um, ah, just the proverbial shithouse really basically someone who's going to grab the team or the game like by the scruff of the neck whether that's just to bundle one in or whether that's to put a flying tackle in although Lewis Travis does that but you know yeah we, we need experience now yeah and that's got to be the priority I'd in agree. this summer yeah because we've got some great young players coming yeah through. from the outside looking in yeah 
that academy is doing its job. Oh, and it yeah. should it should be to be honest. Well, someone with, made the good the point. The money that goes into it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good academy, isn't it? It's finally paying off. I know as people say we've had players come through before, but actually, if you look at the timeline of the academy now, so what formed in the nineties, and you look at how many generations of players, we're now probably in the first generation where you're looking at. The academy grew a reputation of being a category one. People can go there. There's plenty of players scattered around the football league that would come from our academy. So now we've got to the reputation of it, where everyone's going, "Oh, actually, yeah, we'll go to Black. I'll go. To- it won't just be Black. It won't just be Man United and Liverpool rejects that we do still get into the academy. People are going, "Oh, yeah, I'll go to Rovers because." It's a very legitimate chance that I'll probably end up a football league club after, but also that I could get into Rovers' team because they, like that, yeah, that. there was nine out of the eleven players in one squad that were from it and that sort of thing. And so that's fab. That is fab. It is. It's great, but it needs the other part. It of needs it now. something else. Yeah, but I unfortunately, think. they come with wages. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's going to be tricky. The problem with doing this podcast mm. is that I because it has a Twitter account, doesn't it? I, yeah. And uh, the algorithm. Now links my personal yep. Twitter account to all these Blackburn. I'm glad so yours I, does because mine does the same. So I vice see, versa. I see. Is it Northern Rover and and, oh, and like yeah. Bavarian Rovers and? Oh, I'm but get, he's my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. they're all lovely. You know, as lovely as Rovers fans can be. Do you know what I mean? It's not personal, but I'm seeing all this. So yeah. I'm I'm now privy mm. to. Uh, Rovers news, yeah. Rovers rumors, <laughs> it's... and you've been linked with uh, Kevin Nisbet from Hibs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We always get, yeah, we, we seem to always get linked that, to but Hibs. That, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I quickly pressed mute. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but before I did that, I saw it, and um, he'd be a good signing, I think. Yep, I do. Yeah, yeah. There's some good players up there who would be affordable and that exact type of player who loves to sort of get, get a foot in, really. But just thought of another one, mm. Rover Seas. Oh, he's Rovers, what I keep getting. As yeah, well. shout out. I don't. I'm just giving it. Do you just like out. watch along things, right? Which is what people do these days. Right. They watch us watching. Well, you can together. you can press the three dots and you can press it. Show fewer tweets from. Yeah. So that's that's all I use Twitter for yeah. at the moment. <laughs> so I don't want to block people. Yeah, it's, that's know, not nice. But ah, damn you, algorithm. I know, right? Musk sort it out, lads. <laughs> El Clasico podcast, the world's number one podcast dedicated to the East Lancashire Derby. Is it not the only podcast in the world dedicated to the East Lancashire Derby? So, the game on Tuesday. Yes. I've got to go for a Burnley win. Mm-hmm. I think most of the country, mm-hmm. if they're bothered, would would go for a Burnley win. If they're having a flutter. Well, yeah. yeah. We Surely. Are... I don't know what the odds are, actually. I, I don't understand odds. No, honest. and I don't really care. No. no, I'm not one to gamble, so. Um, yeah, we... We should win. Mm. And it should be comfortable. We've we've been playing some fantastic football. We really have. I've waxed lyrical on this podcast. See, we play some good football as well, but we just don't do it to a high enough and consistent standard to to see out games with it, really. That's basically our problem. We've mm. passed teams to death. Mm. Uh, players like Josh Cullen, who unfathomably, bewilderingly, isn't nominated for player of the season. Can we actually pick up that? That was something I wanted to talk about, because... As we say, you sort of end up taking a bit more, doing this podcast, take a bit more of an interest in the opposing side. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sat here listening to you now, mm. and I, I've never taken any notice of Rovers, but doing this podcast, <laughs> I've actually had to. Can I ugh. Can I stick up for the Burnley ugh. squad here in Burnley and say that the Championship Team of the Year is an absolute <laughs> joke this season <laughs> about the lack of Burnley contingent in it? Yeah. How many are in it? Josh Brownhill... I think it's Josh Brownhill, 
Table Howard Bellis. Yeah. And one more. Yeah. And I can't remember which who, who it is. When you consider that there's a team that has run away with it, I mean... We should have seven or eight. Yeah, I, I kind of... Everyone goes, that's boring. But that's not what a team of the year is, is it? No. I mean, team of the year is meant to be. How Nathan Teller isn't in there. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, daft. he scored a ridiculous amount of goals. Daft. And, you know, you say that Bayer's, you know, obviously too good for the league. Brown, Brownell's been phenomenal this season. Yeah. I don't think he's our best midfielder. Yeah. So, so for he's not be, been the one I've really... So stri- for him to be one of the yeah. best midfielders in the league... Yeah. Um, he's not the best midfielder in Burnley's squad. Yeah. That's Josh Cullen. Yeah. And I think most Burnley players, Burnley fans, sorry, would agree. He's mm. He's been phenomenal. I just wanted, just wanted, because he's not the sort of player who, who you know, Zaruri and Benson and are going to get a lot of plaudits and tell her. Yeah. Josh Cullen, don't, I'm going to, don't sleep on Cullen. That's what, that's what people say, don't they? <laughs> people say, don't sleep on. Oh, okay. Yeah. As, yeah? Okay. I just like thought I'd try it out. Term. It's not really yeah. my, my it's, it's not, not really mine. me, but it, people say, don't sleep on. It's not a bit of me, that. Right. That's not, yeah. Yeah. Don't sleep on Josh Cullen. Yeah. Right? Okay. He's been slept on. Mm. <laughs> what? Um, he's been brilliant. Yeah. And he he epitomises Burnley's play. So, and they'll, that'll be what happens on Tuesday, I think. Right. We will pass you to death again. Yeah. And we've got the quality in both boxes when it matters. Mm. So, I'm looking forward to it. This could be redemption for the 5-0, which I keep, which I've spoken about oh, in, every, in every podcast so far, in every episode so far, I think I've mentioned the 5-0. I'm traumatised by it. Mm. Um, because I was only a little lad, but you know, <laughs> it's become, was, it was great. It's become sort of galvanised. It's become sort of mythical, like a nightmare. Yeah, like a brother's grim tale or something. Do you know what the sad thing is? And I don't mean this to be, you know, really just sticking the knife in about that occasion. But it isn't one of the Rovers' occasions that stands out for me from that time mm. of supporting the club. Like, like I say, because yeah. that season we went up, then we won the League Cup after that, and you're sort of there. So it's not. Maybe I was young as well. You don't really get the rivalry quite as much, but yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really stand out. Weird, isn't it? But um, I don't think that it will be. I don't think we'll do a five 0 I don't think we'll lose by that many, but we are going to lose. I'm fairly certain. I don't have any optimism about it whatsoever. So, do you want to do score predictions now? Yeah. Well, I will go for. I don't think we're going to score. Because I just don't think we have it in us. I don't think you're Scott, and you know why? Go on. You don't have it in you. But <laughs> we've conceded a few recently, and I say a few. Yes, and that's so that's going to be your. <laughs> it's not. It's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. since uh, the Sheffield United game when we lost five two, yeah. we'd only conceded seven. Yeah. Since then, until recently. Okay. And I think company will think very high standards. We conceded yeah. two against Rotherham. That's not good enough for this season for Burnley. Yeah. That's not the precedent we've set. Yeah. So I think coming into the game tomorrow against QPR and going into the Rovers game, we'll be on it defensively. Mm. I think he'll give them a given them a given them a bit of a rocket. Yeah. So I don't think you'll score. No, I don't. Um uh, I'm gonna go with I think we're going to lose two nil. I'm gonna go for two nil. Better than last time, but not still not very good. I was gonna say two nil. Yeah. Oh well there we go then. I was going to say 2-0. Okay, you're going to change your answer then? Just n- well, I think it could be a, a big one. It could yeah. be a big one. Cause, because on, in the reverse fixture, it that could have been... That was, yeah. It could but have that, been... That part of me thinks that that was your moment to try and get a five. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Because it really would have... Uh, uh, it could have surpassed there it, There was a really. period in the second half when I was like, yeah. this, this is going to be tasty. Mm. So, uh, to be safe, I'll, I'll say 2-0, I think. But yeah. 
Okay. The El Lang Clasico podcast is going for the score to be 2-0. Yeah, to the Clarets. Mm. Yeah. And I think it, I think if it is a 2-0, it'll be a very, very comfortable 2-0. Mm. I, th- I don't think you'll lay a finger on us. But, it's a cliche, it's a derby game. And who knows? The the, is it the, the form book is out the table window. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. The El Lang Classico podcast with pickles and gravy. One thing I did want to ask you, actually, is there's been a lot of rumours about Vinny, Vinny K, Vincent Company, linked with managerial posts elsewhere. What do you think the future holds for Vincent Company? Good question. Mm. This morning, mm. he was, this afternoon, this morning, he was announced on as uh, on the shortlist for the Chelsea job. A four-man shortlist, which has since become three, because Nagelman's has, Nagelsman has said, nah, it's all right. Yeah. So it's company and Pochettino and another unnamed manager. Oh, God. Which is, is a bit surreal. Yeah. Burnley having a manager linked to, to Chelsea. Yeah. And Spurs a few weeks uh, ago. Yeah, I guess it is, actually. Yeah. Because Sean Dyche was never linked to any serious job, was he, really? And like, I think... It, it kept, Everton kept going up every now and then, and that's... And Sunderland at one point. Or whatever, Sunderland, yeah. And I think it says a lot for the style of football that's happening at Turf Moor. I think company has had one full season in England as a manager. Yeah. He's already been linked to two top four teams. Yeah. Dyche had ten years with Burnley. At least half of that, very good seasons. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't really linked to anywhere. No. Really. Especially not clubs, behemoths like Spurs and Chelsea. Just teams who were desperate to stay up. Well, and of course, company is company, so he's mm. known anywhere for, yeah. his, for his playing exploits. But as a manager, it really shows that if you play football in a certain way, people take notice. Yeah. And Dyche's style wasn't fashionable. One thing I think... Effective. Sean Dyche is that ilk of manager, and it's a little bit cliche, but if I was the owner of a big club, it isn't just the fact that the football's a little bit naff. It's about the people that he is used to working with. Can you imagine Sean Dyche saying, dealing with, I don't know, like a a flamboyant 21st century, you know, footballer who's, you know, going to have loads of different deals with boots and that sort of thing, and he's taking time out of training to go here, there, everywhere. Can't see it. No, I, I see what you're saying. I think Everton have been better since he's gone in. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not really paying much attention. I haven't really. If you're a young footballer and you get a call from your agent, Vincent Company wants to sign you. Yeah. You say yes straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, don't you? No, yeah, absolutely. You just yeah. say yes. Yeah. Uh, you'd be a fool not to. And he, every other weekend that Burnley aren't playing, he's in Belgium, he's in the Netherlands scouting. Yeah. There's regular pictures of him with Craig Bellamy or another member of his coaching staff next to him. Yeah. And that's different, that sort of recruitment drive. It's not quite the same as Sean Dyche ringing you up from a Kings of Leon concert, is it? Oh, I hold you sorry for us. I'm sorry, I'm just a, so, Oh, <laughs> this sex is on fire. Sorry, I'm just a really big music fan. Sean Dyche must have had his own car parking space in Keel Services. <laughs> That's about as far as we got <laughs> with scouting. <laughs> so, 
it's different, shall we yeah. say, that much. And I think going into next season with the players we've already been linked with and the things you hear, it's going to be different. Yeah, It's going to be really, really different to for the vast majority of Burnley fans, certainly my age. Yeah, It's it's uncharted territory to be linked with these sorts of players and it's exciting. Do you want Burnley to sign just a few little additions, uh, maybe a little bit of quality, just trying to keep that nucleus of the team that got you promoted together? Or do you want to do a forest? Absolutely not a forest. Yeah. We won't do a forest. Maybe somewhere in the middle? Not even in the middle, I don't think. Yeah. We, I imagine we will try and sign Teller. Yeah. And we will try and sign Matson. And we will try and sign Bay. Is Matson not? They were asking something ridiculous, like thirty-five million for him. I don't or know, like that. but he, he's not got long left on his contract, right? Because it's Chelsea. There's loads of players in front yeah. of him, and, and there'll be more. Yeah, yeah. He's never getting in there. So he? I think we'll try and sign Teller, Matson, and Bayer. Yeah. Um. And then Harwood Bellis possibly. Harwood Bellis has as much has said he wants to be at Burnley, basically, yeah. without saying without saying as much. Um, although we've, we're quite strong in centre defence mm. and company seems to be scouting more defenders so he can certainly pick them mm. he's not made a bad central defensive signing yet Yeah, they're brilliant all, all I don't them. think Howard Bellis is good enough for the Premier League possibly I don't think he is possibly you've, you've, you've said this about him from his time at yeah, I watched him and I I could see a championship player there if he'd had a little bit longer, which he has now at Burnley and he's done all right. There's just bits about his play where I'm just like, hmm. He's been, he's been better than all right. He's been phenomenal this season. In the championship. Well, yeah, that's taking a step up. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Championship, fine. Premier League, no. I, I just can't see it, really. But I might be wrong. But Jordan Bayer is, is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looks far more impressive. Oh, yeah. and it, there's a deal to be done there, I think. Is it Merchant Club back he's from? Yeah. yeah. Uh, You'll get a deal with them. German football financially is on its... Yeah. Just can't compete. They so. said last week that there's a there's a clause in the contract. I think ah, yeah, it's yeah. about 15 million euros. Yeah. Which, obviously, it's a lot of money, but Premier League standards, it's not, is it? Yeah. I mean, we know what you're talking about because, you know, Clinton Mola, we've got a 1.5 million <laughs> buy out of him. We've had to turn it down, unfortunately, just because things didn't match up with the fact that he's absolutely Awful. Absolutely. Uh, so we've awful. decided not to take it. Uh, so we've decided not to take it. I think. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think... I see you're all listening to El Lang Classico Podcast yet again, and you're all chatting short everywhere about this Blackburn Burnley Derby. Now, normally I'd talk about my side, but they're not doing so well, sat second bottom at Bloody League, yeah. But. Tuesday night, big occasion. You're all you're all getting giddy for it, eh? Burnley are already up. Blackburn are having a bit of a wobble. Burnley are getting done for a match fixing. You can't do that, eh? But listen, I believe you're only getting two thousand fans can go. Well, don't be tempted going sitting in stands that you're not allowed in and causing ruckuses. Because if I turned up, you'd all meet B&M, and I'm not talking bargains, Barry McGuigan. Listen, best of luck to both of you on Tuesday night. I'm not frightened, and neither should you be. Hmm? If there was a trophy between it for El Clasico, yeah, what would it be? What about one of those uh, cotton 
spindles. The wooden spindle. The one that was on the old... The shuttle. The shuttle. shuttle. The one that was on the old Burnley badge, the better Burnley badge. Yeah. yeah. I've got a beam my bonnet about this, you know this. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, applicable for both towns. I hate the Burnley badge. Yeah. I'm going to put it on record. The current Burnley crest is I prefer your previous crest, yeah. Um, It's terrible. And if there's a campaign, if anyone's listening, (laughs) can we start a campaign to get the old badge back? (laughs) The one they got rid of in 2009? Anyway, yeah, yeah, I think it would be a little... Excellent. And now we have the recipient of the wooden shuttle taking Mm. their place up on the winner's podium. Yes, yeah, the wooden shuttle. Ashley Barnes holding it aloft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can it not be very... is Is it really big or is it really quite pathetically are we going the ashes or are we going you know like a really ludicrously sized trophy like you're right it has to be enormous yeah. or minuscule yeah it does it can't be in between that it needs to be one or the other alternate it every season <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I love the fact that you've nailed it there no further discussion because it's quite a cumbersome shape it's, it's yeah. a long old you know yeah 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 so yeah. if it's if, if we're going for big yeah it might be a, a four-man job. Yeah, it might be. They're all just holding the ones yeah. like, a, like, a, like a kayak or something. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> Those sort of vibes. Or if it's really small. Yeah, it's just like... Like a little yeah. roll-up. Yeah. <laughs> they would do that, though, wouldn't they? That would be the celebration with it. they get the wooden shuttle and they shove it in their mouth and smoke it like a cigar, okay, wouldn't okay. they? <laughs> and then you just go, imagine how many people's mouths that's been in. We've nailed it. Let's start a campaign. Blackburn Rovers Burnley sees the winner receive the coveted wooden shuttle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. That's it. Um, so uh, enjoy the game on Tuesday, uh, wherever you're listening to this. Um, maybe, maybe you're listening to it on the morning of the game, getting ready for it. Um, and this, and this is. The, the obviously the the last derby, the mm. second derby of the season. Enjoy it, mm. embrace it. It's what makes Burnley not the only thing that makes Burnley and Blackburn so, such fantastic football club. Mm. One makes one club <laughs> such a fantastic football club, and the other. Oh, okay, it's yeah. there. <laughs> it's a huge dynamic, and I often see. Burnley fans being like, oh, we shouldn't be so obsessed with Rovers. Stop talking about Rovers. Nah. But that's part of Let's the talk rivalry. about Rovers. Yes. Let's talk about Rovers. You know. The rivalry. Ri- rival- the rivalry. <laughs> the rivalry is a great thing and it's what makes football fans tick. It's what makes great football clubs even greater because there's the passion there that both sets of sports have for their own clubs that comes together in a mash of hatred but friendly banter we're so lucky to have it yeah exactly we are so lucky to have it have we said go and support Reading and then see how you feel yeah. obviously I don't want to play very often I always want to be a league or two above you yeah yeah. like you know I don't want to, I don't want to have to do this podcast next season yeah, yeah. I right. won't be doing it oh okay but, so we're not coming back next season well, yeah, there's not much to talk about is there I guess although in uh, who knows we might still go up Oh, I forgot about that. We're still in the playoff contention. In my head, you're 12. By for <laughs> right, in my there's no in prospect. My head, we're 12. <laughs> right. Well, we shall reconvene at some point after the game. Yes, we will. Uh, probably not immediately after because it's a silly evening match. Past my bedtime. Never should have been. Should have always been. They should have moved everything else that they had, all the other games, to make this a Saturday. Prime time. To make it to Saturday, 3 p.m. kickoff. But. Um, it isn't, unfortunately. I'm excited for it. It's really special. And uh, look at the clarets. 
May the best team win the wooden shuttle. Right. Y- yeah. I don't think it's going to take off. It's not going to take if off. If I'm honest that, with you. But, um, hey. You say something, you know, enough times and people will. Yeah. It's a bit too much like a wooden spoon. It is, isn't it? Yeah, and, and that that's not a good thing, is it? You don't no, want to win a wooden spoon. You've been listening to El Lang Classico podcast. Thirsty for more? Of course you are. Follow us on Insta, Twitter, and the rest via at Lang Classico or visit langclassico.com. Tarcock. Thank you.